0: Good morning. Welcome to the coaches' meeting. That's the coach. I'm Quality Control. Grant Cohn. What's the coach. On? What's, going What's going up? Here? What um, up? Big? Title of the show is Can Brock Purdy Lose His Job to Injury? It's interesting. Like everyone's saying, you know, it's his job. Uh, right. as soon as he comes back, he, he just make way for Brock Purdy. When other quarterbacks on this team have lost their job due to injury, and we don't really know what Kyle Shanahan's thinking in terms of his plan for this year. So I think it's kind of Worthwhile for us to go back and sort of give context to how Brock Purdy got the job, right? And maybe how someone else could take it,
1: right? So, uh, I understand that in hindsight, it looks beautiful that we found a guy that could save our season. Um, and mm-hmm. that's essentially what Brock Purdy did, he saved our season, he didn't come in and Operate the offense at such a high tick that it's exactly what we've been looking for. He saved our season. What he was was an imperfect vessel operating a very elite team. Um, that that's that's what happened. And
0: and exceeding expectations for exceeding and
1: exceeding, uh, and exceeding yeah. expectations. And yes, for where we got Brock and for where we got Brock, he was overlooked. Brock yeah. um has way better skills than where he was picked up in the draft and. Yeah. If Brock was showing that type of skill, um, that was noticeable from the coaching staff, then he would have been elevated much sooner than he was. Um, that's you gotta own that. That's the truth. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, uh I feel like Brock Purdy um is an option and he's viable for us to keep, right? Yeah, however, mm-hmm. that's not the plan. The yeah. plan the plan was for us to get a quarterback, not to keep the offense running. Our yeah. plan, uh, not our plan, was to get a quarterback that exceeded the system, not yes. to get a quarterback that perfectly fit the system. Correct. If that is what we wanted, well put. If that is what we wanted, we would have gone after Mac Jones. Right. We would have kept Jimmy. Right. What Brock has given us is an uptick in what we are used to seeing. But I'm for more cheap. focused.
0: Excuse me. For cheap.
1: For cheap. Exactly. And I feel like Brock speaks to a lot of Brock speaks to a lot of secret initiatives that people have with Brock being here. Everybody still gets paid on his roster with Brock being with Brock being the man that that means that we get to kick the can on the quarterback situation. Once again, with Brock being the man, you don't we know that. The coaching staff essentially gets another new lease on life because they're working with a brand new quarterback. They don't have to own all of their work that they've put in with Trey. When we got Trey, the the caveat for him being inexperienced, him being 20 years old, him playing at a lower level of football, him having little reps, the caveat to that was we didn't get this guy as a band-aid. <clears throat> we got him for the future. We got this guy to project and to
0: exceed what we're doing. We want to develop him the right way. We don't want to go fast, right? Right.
1: Um, And also for our conscientious uh, conscientious observers who were around during that time, what were they saying? Trey's not going to be ready for three years. Yeah. Trey's not really going to show us anything for three years. So here we are. We're three years in. And I feel like it's quite rich that we keep bringing up Brock can't lose his job to an injury. How Brock hurt himself. Well, our third pick overall broke his ankle in front of all of us and had to get two surgeries to bring that thing back. And he's healthy. Um, Not only is he healthy, but he's gone through three quarterback coaches to get his base and his fundamentals together. He's fighting. He's fighting. And he's yep. what we bought into. Now, I understand Brock. It I in my eyes, Brock represents the status quo. What mm-hmm. he represents is everybody being able to have we can have an elite roster with all of these toys, with all mm-hmm. of these, with all of these names. But the, re, the the only reason why Brock's passes are dynamic is because he's throwing two dynamic players. Correct. He has to have other players on the other end of. He has to have those players on the other end of those passes. Right. And a real Trey, franchise
0: quarterback makes the, the entire team expendable, essentially. If Trey, he's great.
1: Represents, Trey yeah. represents a shift in focus. Also, Trey yeah. also represents a shift in narrative. Who goes first, Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid, if the Chiefs start losing? Andy Reid. Right. Who yeah. goes. We're looking at we're looking at the quarterback out of L.A. for the Chargers, uh, Herbert. Um, Herbert, he almost got his coach fired because yeah. his talent isn't matching what the coach can do with the with the team. I right. feel like Trey progressing to what we truly want him to be is going to overshadow what the system is. We're not going to necessarily care about what we need to do to win through Kyle Shanahan's play calling, but we're gonna need to be worrying about what this team needs to be doing to service Trey. And I feel like Trey is coming up on a position where he's at an impasse where he's got to earn it. He's gotta beat out another Sam he's got to beat out another guy in Sam Darnold, which I want to touch on that as well. If Sam Darnold wins the coach, wins the head, wins the the starting job, you do understand that essentially we're right back where we where we pay. We got to pay Sam right after that. So if Sam mm-hmm. comes in and knocks it out the park with Brock sitting back waiting, then that means that we've essentially just traded Jimmy Garoppolo for Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. and now we have a locker room that's galvanized around another vet. Yeah. And now we're going to be trying to push another young kid who's coming off injury, and those eight games will be long gone if Sam yeah. comes in and does his job. So right. what we need to do is stand pat understand that we've had a rocky start and i think we need to start looking at a little bit of culpability on why trey is where he is thus far there's been some setbacks and it hasn't been all trey
0: right he and i think it's also fair to say that maybe we've romanticized the Brock Purdy eight games a little bit like yeah he had some great he took he had some great games he took over a team that was already rolling hot they were already on a winning streak he had Christian McCaffrey and a, he had all pros at like every position. And then when he faced Dallas in the playoffs, he he should have lost. He he won because Tony Pollard got injured and Dak Prescott lost the game. But Brock, Brock scored 19 points and then the next game he got hurt. So did he win the job coming out of training camp? No. No. Like did he was he the first option to replace Trey Lance? No. No. So You could argue that, I mean, yeah, he was great for a rookie, but I mean, he's older than Trey Lance. He's more experienced than Trey Lance. And you could argue if Trey Lance had been inserted week 13 in that situation, he would have been winning and putting up numbers too. Because the only time I've ever seen Trey Lance play post week eight, he won and put up a quarterback rating of 116. So why wouldn't he have done that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Trey was, Trey came in against Houston and lit it up. Um, Also, also you have to look at, you have to look at we never get to really shift the narrative guys. Like we're not going to be the one team that gets away with it. Are we ready? Going? Are we going to be ready to pay Brock starters, starters money? Are we really, are we really going to be ready to pay Brock all of yeah, that? Is that in his
0: future? Is that really down, in his future? Down the yeah. road
1: when we yeah. have to let go, when we have to let go of a Christian McCaffrey, cause we have to pay Brock right now. Yeah. Brock looks good with what we have because we're, yeah. we're, we're flying close to the sun and we want a championship, but if we're keeping the same energy, the reason why we acquired Trey was not to win a Super Bowl. They they pushed back very hard on that because they wanted to, they wanted to quell the narrative that they were desperate, that they wanted to get rid of Jimmy. That was that was the narrative that was out there. And Trey was a future pick. Mm-hmm. That was what Trey was here for. And it's the future. So I don't understand why we're trying to offload the kid. Where's the resolve of our coaching staff of our building?
0: Yeah, like, why are you pivoting away from the original plan? Because you got Jimmy Garoppolo Jr. You got, we went from Jimmy G to Jimmy Jr., and he got yeah. a serious injury too. So it's like, you have to respect uh, Brock Purdy's status on the depth chart, even though he got injured. Although you don't have to respect Trey Lance's status. Like, hold on. Trey Lance, I went back and looked. He struggled in his first career start against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kittle didn't play, Elijah Mitchell was hurt, had nine carries, Uh, Arizona was undefeated. So not a great first start, but there were excuses. Next start, he wins a must-win game. Next start, it's Chicago. He's 8 of 14 for like 130 yards and no touchdown, no picks through the first three quarters. And then then it it rains harder than I've ever seen it rain ever. So he wasn't playing poorly in the first game. And again, Mitchell went down immediately. Kittle didn't play. Next week, he's 2 of 3. For 30 yards, he's moved the ball. He's moved the team down the field twice, and then he gets hurt. Like He wasn't – this whole myth of like, man, he was awful, and that's why – Like, no, he wasn't awful at all. He had kind of a a, a rough first start, although it was his first start. And we just couldn't it stomach it. We couldn't yeah. stomach it.
1: We, we yeah, have, but like
0: – yeah. Go ahead. No, you're right. We have, we no, have, we right. have a
1: talented team, and we want to win games, and, yeah. and we want to look good while we're winning games. Yeah. And when you're developing a quarterback around all of these stars, it doesn't look good.
0: But if Brock good. had played Week One against Chicago, they would have lost. If yes. Jimmy had played Week One against Chicago, they would have lost. How do I know? Because he played Week Three against Denver and lost. Like this, it, it was a whole offensive problem for the first just, seven, eight weeks.
1: And and also, also, well, I love our franchise. I love our supporters. Uh, I am a supporter, but we caught the league with a pants down. Yes. We, we came in with the quarterback and we came in with a, a tempo that the league had not seen from us, quite frankly, in years. The what? Niners do not push the ball down the field. We do not threaten the hashes. That's not what we do. And Quarterback DeRozan, doesn't
0: ex- extend plays.
1: Yes. We do not get outside the pocket. And we played a lot of uncharacteristic games on offense. Yeah. We yeah. stayed on time. Brock is very good at processing, and we found a lot of great things about him, which yep. made him a steal in the seventh yep. round. But make no mistake about it, the league is running back those eight weeks, and mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out what we did. And also, mm-hmm. Brock went through an entire training camp in an OTA and got to sit back and watch Jimmy do it, and to sit back and watch Trey do it. And then he got to come in and get and, and handle his business. Brock is no better than any process of any player in the NFL. He's about to have no training camp. He's about to have no OTAs, and he's about to come through with no reps. And then we think that Brock is going to come back and be ready for week one. I feel like there's three masters that are served in these press conferences when you're talking to the coaching staff. They're talking to you, the media, they're talking to the fans, and they're talking to their locker room. And I think that's what we need to understand when we're having these conversations, because when we hear that this is Brock's team, Brock is the leader of the clubhouse. Brock has done everything in his power to do what he, he deserved. He earned the right to be here. There's a silent for now on the on on the end of all right. of those
0: sentences. Right. Brock
1: yep. is the leader of this clubhouse for now. For now. Right. Brock deserved every opportunity he gets to come back and, and be the starter
0: for now. For now. Yep.
1: For now. Because right. the same way Brock got thrusted into this position, is the same way anybody on this team at quarterback can get thrusted in the same position. Exactly. They are loyal to no one. No and one. I feel like we're trying yeah. to wrap this. This, Thank you. this regal position of entitlement around Brock, as if he's yeah. chosen. He's not yeah. chosen. Nope. He's he was right not the third the pick. Right. Time. Yeah. That's Right. right? Who was chosen was Trey.
0: Tray. And we yeah. need
1: to hold them accountable to doing their jobs. Right, He's fixed everything that he needs to fix thus far, and they yep. need to put him in camp and let him fight for the job.
0: I like now, what Now, Agree. Now, if Brock can come back for training camp and compete and outplay Darnold and Lance, then by all means, you're the starter week one because he never did that. He never competed and won a job. But if he misses all of training camp and shows up uh, a few days before week one and says, Coach, I'm ready? No. Irrational. No, that's no. Not, that, you can't that's do that. That's
1: not smart thinking, in my opinion. Yeah. You that's
0: didn't because, earn that kind of treatment. That's what Bo Jackson can do. Bo Jackson would play baseball, leave, show up to the Raiders in October and say, Coach, I'm ready to play. And they would say, OK, Marcus, you're benched. Bo Jackson yeah. could do that. Not Brock Purdy.
1: I just, I, I think that for as big and as established as we talk about the culture being here, it seems like we're pretty cheap when it comes to wins. Like, if, if you if you can win a game here, then all of a sudden,
0: if you win your suck? first start, you're you're great. If you lose your first start, you suck. It's, it's, yeah, that's it, all it is. It,
1: it seems like, for as for as staunch and as conservative as this war chest is supposed to be, with earning your way, so to speak, they seem pretty they seem pretty flappable and easy when it comes to winning a couple of games. I mean. How much do they believe in Jimmy if they can get on Brock this much? Right. If Jimmy, if Brock can give you this in eight games and you can show the same faith in Brock that you've shown in Jimmy, where do we stand?
0: And again, if Trey starts week one and wins three in a row, then they'll forget about Brock. Or, or if Darnold starts week one and wins three in a row, they'll, they'll forget, forget about, about Brock. And Trey. Yeah, exactly. It's,
1: it's what exactly. they need. And, and the point is this is the point. The point is, is that. No team sustains the amount of success that we want without getting their trigger man. Correct. We have to hold them culpable. They need to choose somebody. And they don't need to sit back and play these games of, well, Brock's chilling. We're going to have Trey competing. Then Sam comes in. And then all of these reports coming out where, oh, well, we're hearing that. The Niners really like Sam. No, no. No.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Make
1: a decision. Yeah. Develop a guy. And the guy who you told us that you wanted, you need to yeah. tell us that you don't want him explicitly,
0: all right? Yeah. If he's on the team, then then stick with the the project that you started two years ago. If you don't yeah. want to coach him anymore, then get rid of him. Yeah. But yeah. you're not going to do that because it seems like he went and got a new quarterback coach that maybe you guys didn't recommend. Maybe Jimmy recommended him because he's Jimmy's mm-hmm. quarterback coach. And now he's made all kinds of strides you didn't expect him to make. And now the Niners are like, oh, maybe we should stop talking up Sam Darnold. There was oh, a lot snap. of
1: information. There was a lot of information that Coach Christensen gave up in that article with Matt Burrows, which was very enlightening. One piece of information that he chose not to reveal was how Trey Lance got consulted to him, how yes. he got Trey Lance. All right. So
0: if I had if I had to speculate, I would think on the way out. You know, we've we've always heard from Jimmy and Trey that they're very close. They really like each other, and I believe it because they're both decent guys. So maybe on the way out. Jimmy felt bad for Trey, like, "Hey, man, they're they're screwing you like they screwed me." Hey, don't go to their coach. Go to my coach. Yeah. I would love to think that that happened. I would love I mean, to think that Jimmy Garoppolo's final contribution to this franchise is is doing the work with Trey Lance that the or, for the organization should have done all along. That would well, be salvaging Lance's career.
1: Well, if you just go by the track, Trey Lance at one point had two quarterback coaches at once. Yeah.
0: Okay, he Quincy had Avery, Quincy Avery John at Beck.
1: first. And then not only did he move from Quincy Avery, he was going to both of them at the same time during his yeah. preparation process. This is right. a kid that's 20 years old with two different yeah. developmental quarterback coaches coming yeah. in. Then he ships full hole, full hole over to QB3. And then yeah. mysteriously, in the middle of him getting injured, when you're supposed to be coming back on what would be your most important year of your career, you switch quarterback coaches in the middle, in the middle of your offseason. That doesn't seem like something – that seems like that was off-brand choice. Yeah. And the fact that he's come back showing us something, they need to understand it's like, that, like hey, It's like if, if
0: you're all in with with Brock Purdy and you're whispering about Sam Darnold, I'm going to take my career into my own hands. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, what else do you expect him to do? Right. Right? And right.
1: Trey is represented very well in the NFL. Yeah. He's not
0: He's not just – Just because guy. he's from you know Minnesota or wherever. Marshall, Minnesota, doesn't mean he's just – some Rube who's wet behind the ears. Like clearly he has a connection. He has a a network that includes Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, that's the network that he needs because his story needs to start percolating throughout the league. If the Niners can't develop this kid, they get rid of, they let him go. All right. But
0: don't send him somewhere with with a coach who knows what he's doing.
1: Right. But don't lie to the fan base and try and try to put lipstick on a pig and tell us this is a starting quarterback. It's not, because you showed us what you wanted when you had the assets to go get what you wanted. And it brought Purdy won in. Right. So don't try to refashion it and try to and try to fool us into believing that this is what you wanted. Yeah, it'd be one thing if they traded
0: up for Mac Jones and then Mac Jones got hurt and Brock Purdy steps in. And it's like, well, I mean, this guy's exactly what we wanted. Brock Mac Jones would be and maybe even better. That'd be that's one what thing. That's they wanted. But tra- that's not what you want. You wanted Trey Lance. He's supposed to be... And you, saw, you talked about we don't want him to be a, a dual threat. We want him to develop him the right way. We want to take our time. and want to be patient. All right, well we've been patient. You be patient. See it through. He's making strides now. You're all of a sudden you're going to abort the plan because you got Jimmy Jr. and he's cheap. Yeah. Really? It doesn't and make any sense. If you think
1: about it, Grant, they did the same thing with Jimmy. They've been fumbling this for years. Jimmy came yes. in and gave gave us five games, and what they do? They gave him that boatload of money. Yeah. He's enough. He's
0: like, yeah, we've like, seen no. enough. We've seen enough. Yeah. yeah. He may not be elite, but we can win with him. Not, nope, yeah. nope, nope. And that's
1: what they're doing with Brock.
0: Yeah, he, he may, may not, not be elite, elite, but we can win with him.
1: But we can win with him. And you know what? I'd rather go for the devil I know rather than the devil I don't because yeah. Brock is still a young kid, and I don't want us to start Brock Finally, burn burn the bridges with Trey, and then all of a sudden, we get into this circular motion with Brock again, where now all of a sudden, we're talking about Brock's deficiencies. Why can't Shannon call plays where we can get the ball downfield? You know teams are going to start playing us a different way, and they're going to catch on. The reason why we got Trey is to transcend the sideline, to transcend.
0: Hey, you're going to play eight in the box? This guy can actually make you pay. He's going to put you in a bind. Yeah. Yeah, play right. eight in the box against Trey. He's going to take those shots. We've seen him do it. And once he hits them enough times, you won't play eight in the box. And then when you're playing two high safeties, they will run for 300 yards in a game against you like w- with no hesitation. Yeah, It's easy math. You don't have yeah. to be a genius there's, to figure that out. There's
1: a lot of guys on this team who are getting paid due to our quarterback situation.
0: And yeah. The fullback, yeah. the tight yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. The wide back. Yeah.
1: And Trey's maturation means that we have a more traditional track as a football team. And we don't have necessarily as many vested veterans on our team. This team. Patrick Mahomes
0: becoming the greatest quarterback ever made Tyreek Hill expendable. Thanks Tyreek. Go. We can win without you. You gotta and go. Don't miss you gotta em. go. Nope. And not at don't all.
1: Miss
0: him. I mean, how many guys are they pushed out the door? Me call hard. A, a lot of guys They're basically like, look, as long as we have Travis, Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes, we're good. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So everyone else is expendable. Yeah. That's not the Niners. The Niners have like 11 players they can't possibly live without. 11 or something.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah.
0: at the at and the, the long end Long Snapper is one of them.
1: Even if you have even if you have a war chest of veterans in the in a locker room, you still know that the quarterback is the guy. And I kind of feel like on this team, the quarterback is somebody who we prop up, but he's not necessarily yeah. wielding the team. He's not no. doing quarterback things. And I feel like they want Brock to be that because fiscally he makes sense.
0: Right. But if to me, if you want a game manager, at quarterback, just get a guy who's 30. Why are you working with a guy who's 23? I mean, even yeah. Brock admitted the other day, he's like, you know, I had a few good games and I started freelancing too much. Like, yeah, man, any 23-year-old that has a little success is going to want to show that he's special. Why would yeah. you not? He, no 23-year-old's like, man, I'm just mid. And I'm, I'm having a lot of success right now, but I'm freaking mid. Like, let me just slow and steady. Like, no, right. that's what a freaking 31-year-old who's been on the been through it would think.
1: Right, That's what you're looking for. And now, if you really think about it, Trey's due for his fifth-year option the year after next, correct? Yes. Right. So if we don't play Trey, let's say Trey loses the job, right? And Trey doesn't play, right? Next year, you have to get rid of him. Because yes. if he starts... Yeah. You're strapped to that fifth year. We got to yeah. pick him up, right? Yeah. So, so you really
0: have to play Trey this year. You got to Otherwise, him. you should have just traded him for nothing. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to keep him on.
1: Yeah, because if you don't play him now, then that means that next year he's done for because you're not going to pick up the fifth-year option. But if he Or plays- you're in that
0: position like the Giants were in last year where you didn't pick up the fifth-year option. You start the guy, he plays well, and then you end up giving him 50 million now, dollars a year yeah now you're exactly. strapped because trade yeah. did
1: good enough in the fourth year and now we yeah. gotta hold our nose and pay him yeah. like we did with jimmy anyway when and that could, to, yeah, that could
0: absolutely happen yeah it absolutely happen. yeah where
1: they had to convince us that no we're front loaded them now because we're future-proofing because of the market and mm-hmm. it, it either way if you think about it we got options but they all lead to the same way and they all lead to the same destination that is is that we need to find a trigger man that transcends what we do. No head coach just goes off winning championships. It doesn't happen. The quarterback no. is the head of the team. He's the guy that's going to run the show.
0: If Brock Purdy had started 17 games or 14, if he'd won the Super Bowl, if he hadn't torn his UCL, it'd be different. But different. that none of that happened. None of that yeah. happened. You know, it's like uh, the offense came way back down to earth against Dallas. Uh, it all fell apart against Philly. And now you're looking at like, well, should we just hold the starting job for him? Like, right. No, and absolutely it, not.
1: And if you think about it, also what what again our problems are our own. Our 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 biggest rivals isn't against the NFL. Our problem is against the top 4 to 6 teams in the league. That's yeah. that's who we that's who we really need to we got to have it against those teams, right?
0: Yeah. One more thing I want to address, too. A lot of people that are Brock uh, supporters will say, well, if Trey did what Brock did, Trey fans wouldn't w- w- wouldn't express all the skepticism that they're expressing with Brock. Still, though, like that puts you into a hypothetical world where there's no difference between Trey and Brock physically, and they have the same skill set, and they have At the all. same upside. Like That's not real. So, yeah, you have to live in that world and acknowledge that context, that there's a reason the Niners traded up all that for Trey Lance. And there's a reason they took like Brock Purdy with the last pick. We are completely letting them off the hook for yeah. what they did to go get him. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I feel like we just keep saying, Oh, he's just the third rep, third pick, third pick. No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. He's three from three 12, years. Yeah. We
1: moved from 12. All of these, dra- the reason why we're drafting in the third round is because it, yeah. of the trade pick. Yeah. All right. So yeah. th- it, it, it They need to finish this. We need to figure out what he is. And if Trey never makes it to the field, then that is a that is an abject failure. That's a failure. I'm sorry. If if Sam Darnold makes his way to the field over Trey Lance, then they couldn't coach him up. That's on the coaching staff. That's not on Trey. I'm sorry.
0: No. Yeah. I'm with you on that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I just feel like if they if they have Brock start week one and he didn't have a full offseason, a full training camp, no preseason, they're setting him up to fail. And yeah. I wouldn't expect him to necessarily kill it. I, I, I would expect him to struggle and it won't be his fault. But what's going to happen is Trey's going to get his opportunity later in the season. I want to point this out. I, I, If anyone wants to run the numbers, I'm going to do it later today. But I have a, a sneaking suspicion that if you tallied up all of Jimmy Garoppolo's numbers for between weeks eight and 18, the last two years, it is passer rating for that from that stretch. Weeks eight to eighteen, last two years. Well, although he didn't he didn't go fully. But you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. After week eight, no, no, no playoffs. Do the same for Brock. He had five games. Do the same for Trey. He had one game. I'm guessing the numbers will be pretty freaking similar because those numbers are a reflection of the Niners' offense being healthy and in rhythm. Once it's healthy and in rhythm, quarterback a lot of quarterbacks can win and put up numbers. Like Nick Mullins could, probably could win and put up numbers if you gave him Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, all these guys. Yeah, so i just want to yeah. point that
1: out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, we're let's be sober about it. we're we're all on the same team. Yeah, I, whoever the quarterback is, I, we're gonna root for him, right? Mm-hmm. Once the season starts, it's over. All of the bickering's over once the once the ball is out. But yeah. I just feel like for what we're supposed to be as a team and for what we ingest and how we develop players and get them on the field and roll them out. For some reason, we all have the SOP on almost every position. We know the standard operating procedure. You play a year. What do we know with Funga, with uh, Aaron Banks, with Spencer Burford, with mm-hmm. Drake Jackson? For some reason, we all have this succinct, sober approach on how young players get developed and rolled out on this team. Mm-hmm. But Nothing matters when it comes to quarterback as far as understanding how they're moving. And I think they just don't want to admit the fact that we just go with whoever fits best. Really. We're not, that we're not the quick fix. Yeah. We're not necessarily looking for a leader to take over the locker room. And we have to really make the system and the organization his, because the chiefs are ran by Patrick Mahomes, not Andy Reed. Right. right. That's not, right. that's, Kyle, if Trey, be, if if this works the way the Niners told us it's going to work, not how we envision, this is what right. they said. If this works the way they said it's going to work, then Kyle Shanahan takes a backseat to Trey Lance eventually, right? Because Trey Lance becomes the leader of this team.
0: Are you ready for that, Kyle? Do you want that? And like, and George Kittle takes a backseat.
1: Everybody takes a backseat.
0: Everybody takes. I think they've already felt it because when Trey Lance was the starter in these uh, press conferences. 77, 75% of the questions would be about, so George, what are you seeing from Trey? What do you like about Trey? How has Trey improved? What's it like catching passes from Trey? Like, I don't think they like that. Because when Jimmy's- At the the,
1: same time, it's almost kind of like they use us as fans because they know that we are a quarterback-loving fan base. We are beholden to our Joe Montanas and our Steve Youngs and our Jeff Garcias and our Alex Smiths. We love our quarterbacks. So what do they do? They go in the back and cheaply fashion something that serves the team best by, but then they prop them up as the Messiah to us. And then we- Right. They're like,
0: hey, Joe Montana didn't have the strongest arm either. Like, don't do that.
1: Yeah. What do they do? They make all of these, they make, this so hilarious. They make all of these comparisons. But the fact of the matter is, is that we, I feel like as a fan base, we need to start holding them to the letter of the law. Like Steve waited his turn before yeah. he came here and won a championship. Joe struggled before he came here, before he it, won. Joe didn't win until
0: he's 25. It took time.
1: They all had maturation processes. And for some reason, we're we're letting them off the hook on what it takes to get Trey Lance there.
0: And I think that he's
1: capable of getting there. But with the way we're going about quarterbacks, we're fooling ourselves into thinking that we truly want a guy to run the show. I think we yeah. truly want a guy to win the games.
0: I agree. To win the, the, this game right now. Irfan Merza says, did you see the report that other teams want Darnold to start? I think the report was that other teams think, think. Darnold is like, who cares what other teams think? That's not a report, but I did see that. Marco Bravo says, Purdy is a high-level backup, only good for a stretch. I mean, that could be every quarterback on this team. I mean, yeah. Trey hasn't even survived Perfect. for a stretch yet. Yeah. Yep. Elite Archer 23 says, Coach, why do you only talk about Trey being developed? Brock doesn't deserve to be developed further. What's your motivation to push development more for one than the other?
1: Because of the investment that we put in Trey, Brock got picked literally as the last pick of the draft. And he wasn't, he wasn't given reps. He wasn't put into any position of leadership. He sat back and was put cold onto the field. Trey Lance actually set our draft and our franchise back three plus years. And they explicitly told us what they wanted him for. Which I just feel like Trey being developed is
0: holding the coaching staff's feet to the fire. That's yeah. what I think. And you can't be like, oh, just pretend the Niners traded up for Brock Purdy. Well, that wouldn't have been a good trade. I wouldn't have taken Brock Purdy with a third pick in the draft or traded up for him. Like, no. You have to that's the whole reason they said we said no, you can't take Mac Jones with a third pick. There's not enough upside there. You have to commit to the process of developing someone who could be truly special. And if you think Brock Purdy can be truly special, I'd like to know how. I mean, I know he's off the charts with intangibles and stuff, but like, where's he gonna grow? Is the strong is his arm gonna get stronger? Is he, I mean, he already reacts at an elite level. Is he going to read the field better than he already does?
1: And also something else that just comes to mind is with the team, with the team that we have, this team can't stay together. We can't keep paying all of these vets. All right. Eventually we're going to have to find something that, that trigger that, that makes us buoyant in the market. And that is a viable quarterback. A viable yeah. quarterback can save you so much money as a team. Having a quarterback that can put you can put in receivers and running backs and an offense that can operate yeah. around him versus finding hired guns who know that they have the they have the front office leveraged. You have yeah. to pay for me,
0: like McCaffrey. Yeah.
1: You have to pay for me. All right. So I, I feel like a lot of these players. They like this situation because they are very leveraged in negotiations. They feel like they come here with an implied, with an implied inference of, "We got a cheap quarterback room. You're going to get taken care of, and you know we're going to You got an offensive mind that's going to make you look good." But True. that's not football. No. football is a It's not. It's not Super Bowl game.
0: winning NFL. Yeah, that's football. not it's
1: exactly. That's no. not Super Bowl winning football.
0: No, you could be in the mix. You can yeah. make money. You and can we're be praised. Yeah. But it's it's yeah, again, it's kinda like having some type of like team in the NBA where you get to be a one or a two seed, but it's never gonna you're never gonna make it to this yeah. you just don't you're not built for playoffs. It's like you're basketball. really good
1: at defense, but you don't have shooters. It's like yeah. you're gonna go far, yeah. but you're not gonna win a seven game yeah. series. It's like the Niners are that rich friend you know that doesn't pay their taxes. It's like yo, that the shit looks good, bro, but
0: you gotta pay <laughs> your It's gonna tax. catch up to you. It's gonna, He's catch, gonna up to you. catch up
1: to you. Bro. You yeah. have to pay your taxes.
0: Mui says, like most things, this is relative. Brock Purdy looked impressive relative to a rookie. Relative to a pro, he was what I'd expect, bare minimum of an NFL quarterback, but not what you'll need to compete uh, indefinitely. And that's another thing. Again, once you take him away from the rookie, like the the whole Cinderella nature of it, okay, now he's in his second year. Now it's week one. Now he just lost a game. Now he doesn't have this aura of he's undefeated. He can't do no wrong. He's King Arthur. He's like, no, that's going to go away pretty fast.
1: And that's the devil we don't know. Yes, and, and you know, and also that's Having also a Jimmy. Not, that's also and if I'm Brock, that's also not fair. If I'm Brock, yeah. I'm probably sitting here like I won eight games, and these people do know that I'm gonna lose games. Like yeah. I'm yeah. I am not gonna come in here, don't expect me to come in and just go 16 and oh. And just keep the keep the gang rolling. Not only am I coming in my second year, where now I'm the starter, and now I'm actually being prepared for by NFL defenses, but I'm coming off of the injury where I don't even know where my arm is yet. And for some reason, we're all sitting at the edge of our seats, like, yeah, rinse and repeat.
0: Let's go. Also, the, the, it, it, these things don't necessarily carry over. Like, remember, Jimmy Garoppolo took over late in the season, went five and zero didn't put up great numbers but wasn't on a great team either everyone was super impressed came back 2018 went to minnesota stunk horrible stunk so wait, what it was just it's a it's a different year it's a whole different year didn't, it didn't mean that he was going to end up being an awful quarterback it he just was awful that day it doesn't so it, I, if you think it, that brock's just going to Magically be what he was last year again. I don't know right. about that.
1: And and that's that's also another great point, Iggy, is like the years don't carry over. No. Right. What what we have right now starting into the new offseason is our investment quarterback has come in with new developments where he's gotten his mechanics seemingly together, and
0: yeah.
1: our quarterback who carried us to the end of the season of the NFC championship game is coming off injury right now, as we're going in, hasn't
0: camp, even started throwing yet.
1: Come on right now, yeah. as we're going into camp, why in the, throwing a towel, are we not going back to the drawing board or going back to what we've seen. If we're, if we're doing it their way, Trey should be continuing his development, not starting over. They're supposed to be developing him all this time. So right, right now, right. They should be continuing what they've already been doing with Trey, not starting something new. So I, I, right. I, that's that's how I feel.
0: Yeah. I, I, again, yeah. I, I, these things don't carry over. And if Trey Lance has an entire off season and is good, and Brock Purdy has no off season, then that's your starting. That's your competition right there. You had a quarterback competition. This guy won. He was there. Right. Yeah. Last year It was last year. That was last year. Different circumstances. Come on.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard one person say that Trey Lance should get his job back because he lost it to injury. Not one person. Right. That has not been uttered once.
0: But everyone says it about Brock.
1: Come on, it's not so, fair. So, so what we need to do is we need to get dead, let dead, let dead level center, and focus moving into the center with Trey. That's what I. And believe. they say like they say
0: like well, well well Brock played so much better than Trey. Did he? The offense was so much better when Brock was on the field than with Trey. Trey got hurt in the fifth quarter of the season. The first three quarters, uh, it, it, the offense was really banged up. And in the fourth quarter, there was rain. In the fifth quarter, he got hurt. Like he essentially didn't play last year. He got injured before the season started. And yes. you're going to say like Brock was so special. Like I, then Jimmy was so special. If you want to say then Brock was, was so spe- special, yeah, I just right.
1: I, I I think I think that. I think that,
0: and if Jimmy was special, which he's not, then we don't we have to be somewhat skeptical of what Brock did. We know Jimmy's not special. All of we us know Jimmy's not special. special, and yet he put up special numbers when McCaffrey came on the team. Brock Purdy put slightly more special numbers up when he when uh, he took over. But that doesn't we, mean we do We don't. I I I
1: feel like the 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 what we're putting on Brock is unfair. I feel like the kid came in. And he did an amazing job exceeded expectations and if he he'll probably tell you he exceeded his own um and, and came in and performed but um I feel like right now like I said there's three there's three audiences in these press conferences there's the media being spoken to the fans and then there's the locker room and there's a silent for now on everything that's spoken about starting quarterback because as soon as anybody starts winning in the raw that's who the starting quarterback is
0: Tavarius says, with all these leaks, front office coaches and players want Purdy to start. Which league? Which league? <laughs> Don't tell me Ian Rappaport. I'm curious, Tavarius, which league? Joe Crowell says, or Crowell says, how about the Jimmy News about, not, about needing foot surgery in March after the Niners medical staff insisted all along surgery wasn't necessary? Sure feels like Brock's getting pressured the same way. That's a good point. The Niners are trying to get him to come back, Say so he didn't need a second surgery. Uh, he needed another surgery. Trey Lance needed another surgery. Brock After Purdy
1: got another. Brock Purdy went and got an independent opinion. I yeah. mean, the, I, th- this, is a, this, this yeah. isn't this isn't gotcha stats. This is no stuff that's stats. laying on the surface. Yeah, that's sitting right it, there.
0: The Niners have a clear history of pushing players to come back too soon.
1: Raheem Mostert put did an article over on oh, oh, during the offseason where he, he got singled out. But if you look at the crux of his article, the crux of his article was I got alienated because I stood up for my knee injury. I was yeah. not ready to play, and right. I got alienated.
0: And you could argue that the biggest reason that Jimmy got uh, alienated here is because he wouldn't come back and play on that injured ankle in 2020. Yeah. That, then they traded for Trey Lance. It's if just, you don't play when they think you need to play, they will look at you sideways like you're not a real football player or something on this team. It's kind of strange. Yeah.
1: All skin folk and kin folk, man, and everybody wearing that logo is not on the same team. You need and, to you know, understand. it's a Mike
0: Shanahan, John Lynch production. It's very much 1995 old school football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They try to act like, you know, because Kyle wears his Yeezys and stuff like he's so down to earth. And like, they're very old school the way they, are yeah, culture. There's, that a, they have, there's a
1: hierarchy like. of power and there's a yeah. way. And I don't believe I'm starting to feel like I don't believe that they're trying to win at all costs. There's a way that they want to win.
0: Agree. Agree. NG forty nine says Trey's first start against the Cards wasn't bad. He had us in position to win. The comments of that YouTube highlight video tells the tale we want Trey. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But yeah, I mean, the Cardinals were undefeated. Uh he was the, that defense he was the starting... was
1: hot. That Cardinals yeah. defense was for real.
0: It for real was. And it's Trey was like the starting quarterback and the starting running back in that game. Like he was the whole offense. Yeah. He was, and, he bat- and that like, was right before they figured out that they needed to use Debo at running back. They finally gave him one carry in the game. He had a ten yard touchdown run. They started doing it after that.
1: Yeah, man. and Trey battled, man. He battled in that game. Like he did. He was a he did. he's a child, man. Like I,
0: I twenty one. He's twenty one. was his first career start. Timothy Glander says, if number five shines in games, does Kyle try to take credit?
1: Yeah. Of course.
0: He should take credit. He's supposed to. Yeah. He gets credit for Brock. Elite Archer 23 says, well, BP will continue to be developed. Facts over feelings. They won't stop working with him because you feel some kind of way about Lance. No one said that they were going to stop working with Brock. Elite Archer 23 Elite Archer. Not just mid. Alright, this is a little bit different. Andy Reid was talking about Eric Bienemy recently and why he thinks Eric Bienemy will succeed. He was talking about everyone thinks I did everything over here. Actually, no. Eric was calling the plays. <laughs> which... Uh, i don't know niner fans does that resonate with you and what's going on over here kyle Shanahan, mr do it all himself what do you think
1: yeah i uh um i'm an nfc east um fan i mean i'm an nfl fan and i
0: um you're over in maryland so you're like that's right there yeah so i
1: see all of the philly stuff and um coach reed used to call his own place uh
0: yeah and uh,
1: one thing that Andy Reid had a affinity for was passing the ball in screens. He really wasn't uh, a run game connoisseur. Sure. It wasn't something that he necessarily did. Brian and, Westbrook. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, one of the things that I've noticed about Coach Reid is that when he did depart from Philly, he really latched on to Eric Bieniemy, And mm-hmm. what he did was he took a step back. And yeah. when he took a step back, um, I'm gonna find this interview. It is some, it's floating around on YouTube. But uh, when he did take a step back, he talked about how it gave him a lot of introspect introspection on what type of quarterback and what type of athletes he needed for his system. Um, he felt as though that he needed a more athletic type. He felt he felt like he needed somebody with a powerful arm and he noticed that he wanted more of a natural thrower when he started under, when he started seeing his offense utilized by someone else other than Mm -hmm. himself. And he also touched on, you don't really see the utilization of your offense um, in a different way until you see it during games. Um, Somebody can call your offense during practice. You can take a step back and let things run during certain periods, but until you sat back and let the anxiety pour over you of, Having to trust somebody to put a call in and you just letting it go, or understanding a concept where you see somebody warming up to getting to a certain play sequence, but you may not agree with how they're getting there, or they may be not utilizing a certain area of the field the right way. Um, mm. and almost leading from behind, basically, um, mm. knowing how to coach coaches, um, mm. not necessarily. Um, tangibly putting your hand on the situation but in empowering somebody to not only and
0: being focus, less caught up in the details of calling plays so you can see the big picture
1: so you can see the big picture and yeah. i feel like uh that's something that um we can aspire to for our head coach mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i feel like that's something that would serve us well because i feel like um, a, a good system, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in cybersecurity by profession, right? And I write policies, right? And a good policy is a policy that can be ran by anyone, meaning that mm-hmm. I can write this down and leave it behind and then you can come and pick it up and carry out the same exact policy that needs to be done based off of the delineation of what I've written down. And mm-hmm. if the system that we run is so good, If it's so transferable, if it's so easy for athletes and quarterbacks, if you will, to Mm -hmm. maneuver, then why can't somebody else run it? Yeah. Then why can't somebody else learn it and utilize it in a way where they can be just as successful? That is the mark of a good SOP.
0: Also, he had an offensive coordinator in Mike McDaniel, not allowed to call plays. Now you see Mike McDaniel in Miami calling his own plays, which maybe he should delegate as well, but we see he's good at it. So Kyle had people who were qualified and capable he could have delegated to and chose not to.
1: Right, and I feel like... Now Bobby
0: Sloak's going to be calling plays in Houston, another guy Kyle wouldn't trust.
1: Yeah, and also, and and you know, uh, it's got to come from somewhere. Kyle is not Superman. So Mm. that means that for every good play and good scheme that we can drool over, we've got to understand that missed clock management penalties bad game management not being able to see different narratives of the game and with players that stuff kind of falls by the wayside when you're really focused on being a wizard um it's hard to do both it's very hard to do both
0: yeah and he's not good at doing both he should focus on being a leader and being a quarterback guru instead of being a i mean jim harbaugh didn't try to do both he, he yeah. wanted to be the CEO. He wanted to be the big picture guy. He delegated and he delegated yeah, and people he trusted. Also,
1: yeah. Also, I feel like, you know, offensive coordinator is kind of a rock star position. You know, you want to be the smartest guy in the room. You want to be right. the young whiz kid or you want to be the old guy that knows how to stick it to him. But that's not yeah. who head coaches are. That's no. not that's not the position or the temperament of head coaches. No. And you see it in those press conferences when things get challenged about the offense He's not speaking in a as he's a not head coach. delegating, he's not speaking to you in a head coach way. He's talking to you like you're you're attacking my place. You're attacking yeah. what I did as an offensive coordinator. And so now and I, like, no, I'm
0: responding as a coordinator. Yeah, yeah, it's no, like you're the leader. no,
1: I'm talking to you as the head coach right now. I'm not yeah. talking to you as go get a coordinator if you want to protect him. But yeah. if you if you can't take us talking about the coordinator and the head yeah. coaching, which happens to be you at the same time. Then right. you need to split
0: it up. Which is wild because I feel like a lot of times Kyle will um, revert to coordinator mode when in a press conference. And so the guys who end up looking like leaders are the defensive coordinators. It's been that way for years. Sala had this very presidential leadership aura. D'Amico had it. Steve Wilkes has it big time. It's almost like he knows. He's like, man, I'm not really a head coach. Like, I'm a coordinator. So I need another coordinator who's a real leader. Yeah, I wonder if he knows then, about I mean, himself. And, and then when
1: we when we get into, when we get into conversations where I have to stand flat footed and show a little bit of responsibility, I'll get in the weeds, yeah. you know, I'll, 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 I'll over talk you. I'll yeah, talk I'll, down I'll, to you. I'll move. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Like, case in, case in point. Um, when, um, there was a, there was, uh, questions about whether or not Trey Lance was take, whether or not there was a difference between Trey Lance taking first starter reps versus Sam Donald taking second starter reps. And, Kyle, he never misses an opportunity to 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 punch down,
0: parse words, he, and punch yeah, down. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he oh, I'm, sure, to, I'm sure. I'm sure a layman would think it was the first team, but if you actually yeah, really, yeah, he uh-huh.
1: had to explain it that way, and it's just yeah. like you know, it's almost like you you don't make football inclusive when you do things like that. You don't no. you don't bring the room together, or there may be somebody in the room who did not know that. So he
0: makes it seem like football really is rocket science, and he's the only one that understands it, right? He's like freaking Goodwill Hunting. At yeah, the block, and, at the and chalkboard. If I have
1: to explain it to you. I'm gonna let you know. It's like Kyle doesn't suffer fools. It's yeah, like, like, like
0: I, yeah. I'll make you feel stupid while I'm explaining it to you. So hopefully, you never ask me a question like this again because it's not my you job. You need to
1: understand. Yeah, this is my yeah. first and last time.
0: This is my first and last time. Yep, I agree. Um, Kyle, we recommend you delegate a little bit because you're a better coordinator than you are a head coach. That's just the fact yeah and that needs to flip for this team there's a lot of things that need to flip for this team to win a super Bowl, but that's one of them so well, I will push, for, it's a little hold free my, game hold,
1: hold, 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 hold. I will push back on that please I will push back on that please i w- I would think now if we're if, if we're gonna say that he's not a better coordinator than he is a head coach I'm going to push back okay and the the reason why I'm pushing back on that is because Kyle ingested a horrible franchise when he first got here. Okay, so with the coaching staff that he's brought in here and have left, we're not even talking about what he brought in that's currently here. We're talking about what has just walked through the doors. All right. True. Kyle, Kyle has done a phenomenal job at setting a culture, right? But I feel like we're to the point where it's like you lift weights, Grant. Have you ever lifted weights? Yes.
0: All I right. do. Yes.
1: Right. So when you are when it's somebody who benches. A deuce and a quarter. You you bench 225, right? Somebody can say, "Man, I want to get my bench up from 225 to 250." And you want to put that 25 pounds on in four months, right? A deuce and a quarter to 250 is is attainable, depending on your body size. But when you're benching 405 and you're benching 450 and you're trying to get to 455, two and a half pounds feels like 30 pounds, right? When you're that high up and you're trying to reach a goal. So I feel like even though we have a lot to say about Kyle, we're still Mm -hmm. talking about that 10% that he needs to fix for us to get those Super Bowls, for us to get that dynasty. All right? Yeah, but the other way you could look at it
0: is, the other way you could look at it is, though, is that the quarterback is more than 10%. Even, Even if you add up all the great thing Kyle's done, and you weigh it next to that big zero they have at quarterback, and put it on a scale. Like, where does it come down? It's just oh, like, I like that. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I, okay. But I'm feeling on that.
1: I, I see he has that a gap. Push. Yes, I see that pushback. But I also just want to be clear: the, the frustration right. comes from the fact that we do have such a good team. He
0: built a team. He built a culture. He built, he built a uh, coaching staff. You got yeah, to give him credit for that. He built. I give him credit for that. I give him credit for that for sure. Uh, pff, hold on we got one more we got uno okay. mas two more theodore Wells says why does it seem like i'm the only one pissed off with how many picks we gave up for trey and the way they're handling him bs makes no sense no it's cool they got a franchise quarterback with the last pick in the draft who tours ucl and is six feet tall and doesn't throw that hard but he's the next joe montana don't worry about it theodore why yeah. are you mad facts over feelings Blah 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 blah, blah. no you're right you're right theodore i'm sorry uh mo says purdy is literally 2019 jimmy g he's just fortunate that some of his passes were drop picks or horrendous passes to empty areas the underthrow to kittle in the raiders game for a pick is prime example yeah that was might might have been his worst throw of the season that was bad yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean i I just and 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 again like i just we we turn quick man you know a a smile could turn into a frown so quick and i'm telling you man the same to Jimmy. fervor that we have for loving Brock is would be tripled when he starts struggling in front of us.
0: Well, just think about it. Like everyone is calling Brock the savior because he had good eight games. Everyone's not everyone, but a lot of people are. A lot riding off Trey because he didn't necessarily make his mark in four games. That's all it takes. Okay, so what if Trey has a good eight games and Brock has a, a rough four games this year, which is totally within the realm of possibilities. Everyone going to very possible. Is everyone going to flip their uh, opinion that quickly? Yes. That's what people do here. Not just in the fan base, but in the organization. So yeah. have a little self-awareness at that. This is all very strong bluster based on nothing. Next yeah. to nothing. They're
1: giving us, they're giving us a lot of lip service when it comes to what we want to hear, because they want to make sure that they keep that fan base. They keep us in those stadiums. They keep yeah. us watching these videos and Telling us that, man, we really don't what what the real thing, the real plan, the the responsible thing to do will be to say, Brock's gonna start the season on pup till we figure out what's going on with his with his arm, and he gets a chance to get acclimated and get himself together. That man, also you. gives Trey, that gives Trey an offseason to fight for his job because I, quite frankly, it's his third year. All right. Mm-hmm. Nothing's free. Trey mm-hmm. will come in, beat out Sam, and Trey gets the first six weeks to play. And in those six weeks, whatever Trey shows us, we'll see where Brock stands or Sam. That's – but you can't say that in May. Right. You can't say what that. What you in-
0: say in May is Brock will be fine. And and, yeah. and and Brock's the leader right now. And then until he's not.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just, just so- please – Say for now, in the back of your head, every time you hear about who's who's going to be the starter of this court, of this team, because that's what they mean, for now.
0: Yeah, yeah. and that's how, how we're going to leave it for today. For now. for now, have a great one. This was a hell of a show, Coach. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, man.
0: Take care, everyone. Time. I'll be back in an hour with my with my dad, so I'll see you Thanks, then.
1: Thanks, guys.